Welcome to It's Your Turn. I'm Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and no matter how exhausted, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed you are, there is hope. You can start exactly where you are. There's nothing wrong with you. In fact, you're ready for it to be your turn or you wouldn't be here. You know, we hear words like vitality and confidence and empowerment and transformation, but what do they really mean? What do they look like in the practical aspects of our life? In the It's Your Turn podcast, we explore, learn, and put into practice practical tools and wise concepts for transformation. This is real life change, not platitudes. It's the intersection of the practical and the aspirational. It's your turn to make decisions that are aligned with exactly what you want. And if you've lost connection to what you want, that's okay, we'll reconnect it. You'll learn how to shift out of self-sabotaging patterns and tap in to the clarity, confidence, and vitality that you may feel like has been lost forever. It's your turn to step into the driver's seat of your life and embrace the power that is within you. So let's get to it. All right, who are all my people who have been told they are too much? (laughs) I certainly have been. And we are here today to declare that it is your turn to be too much. Be all the too much you want. Now, (laughs) I'm sure there have been times you have been teased or shamed or put down or criticized because you have been too much in some way, maybe too loud or too um, driven or wanting too many things in your life. Like I used to get, my mom used to give me a hard time all the time when I was little because I always wanted more things, more clothes, more shoes, that kind of thing. Cause I loved fashion in those days too. And we, you know, probably didn't have a lot of money, but I also know once I became an adult that my mother had a huge scarcity mindset. So she was always afraid we were going to run out of money. And so whatever, I could only have one pair, you know, I had one pair of dress shoes to wear to church on Sunday and one pair of school shoes. And I always wanted another pair, you know, Uh, I wanted red shoes when I fell in love with the Wizard of Oz. I wanted, uh, I can remember when bell bottoms came out, just like wanting this pair of bell bottoms so bad. Anyway, I got told no a lot just because I wanted things. I wanted to go to tap dance lessons and that was too much. You know, it's too much money. It's too much, you know, all this too much. We get a lot of too much in our culture in many, many ways. So I want to address this today because one, I want you just to consider, even if it's just for the time that this podcast lasts, that in whatever way you have been told or that you believe that you are too much, and the only reason you would believe it is because you've been told it so many times, that that is actually not true. That whatever it is that makes you too loud or too much or too this or too that, that those things about you are actually what make you, you. They're actually part of what I like to just collectively call our brilliance. So each of us has a brilliance. It's not about IQ, uh, although most of us are way smarter than we think we are. 
It's about all the things that make you uniquely you. You know, there's only one of you in all of the history of the universe. And so there are things about you that are your brilliance. It could be something like a talent you have or, um, you know, something that you do that you're very good at. It could also just be your smile. It could be your ability to empathize with others. It could be your ability to communicate. It could be anything, how you put together a dinner, how you put together a table, how you put together, I mean, like place settings and stuff for entertaining or, or for yourself, you know, it could be about how you dress. And it's not because other people love it and are plotting it. When you think of it, about it, most people who have made history were way, 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 way too much, right? They were way ahead of their time, coloring way outside the lines, metaphorically or literally. And then we all caught up and we're like, oh my gosh, what a genius. You know, I mean, a painter like Van Gogh, right? Who was not popular until after he died. His paintings were, not, I mean, you know, sure he sold some paintings and that kind of thing, but his real popularity and everybody viewing him as this, you know, master, that was all after he died. And so those of us who have been labeled that too much dynamic, it is our very genius that is that thing that is too much. And what happens is that it just intimidates a lot of people. Being different, being super talented, whatever it is, not being willing, Rosa Parks, perfect example right? She was too much. She wouldn't sit where she was supposed to, you know? And so acting out of when we are being our authentic selves, that is often too much. And what's too much about it is that it's intimidating somebody who hasn't learned how to do that. Somebody who's still trying to be who they think somebody wants them to be for good or for bad. You know, this could be um, somebody who is, you know, I grew up in the church in an evangelical, very fundamentalist uh, church culture. And so women were supposed to be, you know, quiet and we're supposed to be, you know, servants in our home, you know, be, uh, take care of our home, take care of our kids, take care of our husbands, take care of the church, take care of the, you know, all the people, all the, you know, and so being, sort of loud and boisterous and colorful and liking material things like I did, that intimidated a lot of people because they were including, you know, members of my family, my mom and others in my family who, I mean, heck, I got shamed one time for singing Edelweiss on a Sunday because I loved Sound of Music and I love to sing. I, I'm, I have a good voice. And when I was a kid, I mean, I've always loved to sing, but it started when I was little. And so I would, you know, just burst into song sometimes. And I got shamed for singing a secular song on a Sunday that God doesn't want me to use my voice that way. So that's very much a message to a little five or six-year-old, whatever I was, probably five, um, that I'm being too much. And it's just because I made the people around me uncomfortable, not because there's anything wrong with singing Edelweiss on a Sunday, 
So things like that happen to us when we're kids and then they get played out repeatedly as we're teenagers and adults from various people. And the simplest way to say it is they are bothered by it because they're too busy trying to be who they think other people want them to be or some program like, you know, Christianity or something wants them to be being a good Christian, you know, man or woman or whatever, or following some other, you know, somebody's rules that you're breaking. And so what they want to do is shut you down so that we can put everything back in its tidy little box, right? So that's okay. We can let them have their intimidation. We can let somebody else be intimidated by it. We can let somebody else be bothered by it. It doesn't mean we have to shut ourselves down. And now we're old enough to say, no, thank you. Aunt Betty, I do not agree that there's a problem with singing Edelweiss on a Sunday. So I'm going to go do that. And maybe I leave the room. I'm being a little metaphoric now. Um, if that really bothers Aunt Betty, I don't have to make her be in my too much, but I'm not going to deny myself my too much. Okay. So hopefully that makes sense. So the other thing I wanted to talk about today with this concept of allowing ourselves to really be, to act, to behave, to put ourselves out in the world as our authentic self, and even including the parts that were too much, right, are kind of the risks of it. The risks are internal and external. Uh, the internal risk is that sometimes we sort of scare ourselves, right? Like we are breaking that pattern that we grew up in. We are uh, being, we're going against the tide of whoever doesn't want us to be too much. And so I understand that there's a risk in that. There can be this kind of scary thing of putting yourselves out there. But what you'll find is that by being your authentic self, by being your too muchness, um, you will find the people who love you for that. You know, it'll cause people who are intimidated by it to sort of flee, but it'll gravitate people who love it. And so what you will find, as I have found in my life and so many others would have a similar story, is it allowed us to actually find the people who are really our people, the people who love us for our too muchness, that are too much themselves, you know, that uh, it's why you gravitated towards me and are even listening to this podcast. So if I had believed my Aunt Betty and shut myself down and thought I was a bad girl for singing on a Sunday, uh, oh, that secular song of Edelweiss, good grief. Um, I might not be here in front of you on a podcast today because that would have had a ripple effect of shutting me down from all kinds of things and following somebody else's rule for my life instead of my own. So there are risks for aligning yourself with the truth of who you are and your too muchness. And there are incredible gifts and rewards because there is nothing more fulfilling than living out of your authentic self. There's just, there's, uh, there's no other thing that brings more joy and happiness 
than being authentic. It does not mean life is perfect. There's still people who get mad at you. There's still, you know, car accidents can happen. You can get sick. People will still leave you or die or, you know, somebody can rob your house or like whatever, right? It doesn't make your life somehow magically perfect, but it allows you a level of happiness and joy that is unmatched because you are living the way you were intended to live. You're being who you were intended to be. And there's just nothing that brings more joy than that. There, it, there's so many, you know, tentacles that go out from that, that affect the kind of work we choose to do, the people we choose to hang out with, the way we put our gifts in the world, the way we spend our money, the way we make our money, the way we, you know, do everything in our lives from the big to the small. And this kind of ties in with last week's episode about what kind of um, success do you want, like, or in what areas of your life do you want success? So if you haven't listened to that episode, you might want to go back and listen to that because the, these two tie together very nicely because we will never be able to sustain success in any area of our lives if it's not authentic to us. When we're not being authentic, well, let me rephrase that a little bit. So we have conditioned patterns like people pleasing, you know, doing too much for others, um, over-functioning for others that are conditioned ways of being that are habits and we can keep doing those our whole lives. So in that way, it's quote unquote sustainable in that you're doing it, okay? And the reason why you're doing it like that, even though it's harmful to you, is because it's a conditioned way of being. It was a way you learned how to cope with life. And so most of us can keep going with that for a long time. When we're making change, maybe that's the way I should have said it to begin with, when we're making change, when we're breaking those habits, then we've got to move into our authentic self. Because if we don't, we won't be able to sustain that. We won't be able to, uh, or we're just creating another un, inauthentic habit that is a coping skill. Because now I've got to try to be perfect in this other way or whatever. And so all we're doing is building on coping skills that are super stressful in the grand scheme of things. And they end up causing all kinds of other grief and disease and stress and negativity in our lives. But when we want to sustain loving, joyful, positive, forward momentum type habits and patterns in our life, they've got to be true to who we are. We don't willpower our way into them. We can do them consistently because it's just the truth of who we are. And that's where you can live a life that some people would say is like so brave. And so, you know, you're so out there and you're so this and that. And it's not that scary for you because you're just being you. And that's what you were meant to be your purpose in life is to figure out the truth of who you are. I don't care how too much you are. <laughs> it's figuring that out so that you can let go of these conditioned ways of being that minimize you and 
reduce what's possible for you. So I hope that makes sense. I hope it inspired you. I'd love for you to share the episode with somebody else who you know who's too much because I know you do. And let's boost their um, you know, momentum and start to turn around those feelings that too much is a bad thing. Being too much is exactly what you were meant to be. And following that will have so many gifts and rewards trying to damper it, trying to hide it, trying to, you know, hide that light under a bushel. No, you need to let it shine. That will cost you in all kinds of other ways. So let me know what you think. Let me know if you have a conflict around, like an inner turmoil or conflict around this or any other comment you want to share with me, either where you've found this podcast in the show notes or my email Follow me on Instagram, Brenda Florida Coach. You can DM me there if you don't want to put something in the comments of like this podcast post or some other post I do. Just DM me. I would love to hear from you. And I would love to have you share this episode with a friend. So I love you. I will see you all next week. And it's your turn. Thank you for joining me for this episode of It's Your Turn. I've got resources and links in the show notes for you. But here's what's more fun. DM me on Instagram at Brenda Florida Coach and let me know you listened to today's episode. I'd love to connect with you. And then share this episode with somebody who needs to hear it because I know you know somebody who needs to hear it. And I'll see you in the next episode of It's Your Turn.